We continue our sugya of ribas and commerce, the sugya of borrowing from banks and corporations or lending to banks and corporations. And we now look at the, fo- the focus specifically on how we look at a LLC, a limited liability corporate company. How does halacha view that? Clearly, if we can embrace a view that an LLC is not really directly owned by a Jew, then perhaps it should not have the Isui ribas, even though it's indirectly owned by a Jew, but since the company itself is not Jewish, perhaps that would be a svaro to be matir in Isaribis of borrowing or lending. So this is on page 89. We quote one of the classic sources that deals with this Shiloh. This is in the, it was a Kaivitz Noyam that quotes the Sirbitzuk Wasserman who wrote on this topic. So he says, this is page 89 in the book, Little B'Muktim, before we get into the details, What is the gather? what is the parameters of Bailos when it comes to a bank or a group that is Be'erovin Mugbul, meaning that there's no liability directly to the owners, it's a limited liability, it is only the company assets that have any liability to the dealings of the company and anything else, any private assets are not are not liable to the to the company's dealings. So how do we look at this? How do we look at this Chevra Bali Robin Mugbul, this limited limited liability company that do we see it as an entity for itself or is it just a form of regular Shutfus? Says Ravitzakasman, Boruhu, it's clear. We certainly cannot create a new kind of bylaws that we've never found in the Shas, we've never found in the words of Chazal. Even the Machusa cannot create new parameters to the Torah, new ways, kinds of ownership. They have to fit into the known parameters of the Torah. So, skipping the parentheses, if you're going to tell me there's new things over here, where do we find within this new kind of Bailas? the prohibition or the obligation of returning to Gneva Gzela Vayno. How are you going to deal with the issue of Gneva Gzela Vayno when it comes to LLC? Are you allowed to steal from them? If you did steal, do you have to return it to them? If there's a new kind of violence, who, who created all the rules? We say something that's not intrinsically money, can only be and we say it's not like Momin. You can't even call the person who steals from an LLC as, as a garmik. It's not comparable to someone who stole chametz and Pesach passed by. Someone else came and burnt it. Someone steals chametz and now it's worthless. So we and and so if he really has to pay the money back, but if he gives the actual chametz back, he'll be potter. If someone else is going to come and burn up the chametz and now he cannot return it, so now he's going to have to pay real money. Still, the one who burnt it is not going to be chayv al tzkarmi, because there's no real bialus, there's no real value to it. The ones who try to claim that this type of LLC, this type of limited liability asset, is a new kind of ownership, it's a bialus v'le bialus, it is an owner, but it's not an owner. Because they're the ones that have to prove from Shas that there is such a concept. That's a the fact that we don't find any such music, any such idea in Shas, that itself leaves no room for doubt. It must be that this is just a regular kind of Shutfus. So now, he goes back to the Chuvas Marshag, who at least suggested in one place 
to allow borrowing money from a such a corporation, claiming that maybe there's no iser of halva when dealing with a corporation. So he says this marshak gave him with marm shik, Lodin who to discuss this question. He cannot claim that the money in the company does not belong to the owners, to the to, to the shareholders of the company. Because they're, who, who are they? Who is the owner? The ones who hold the, the, the ownership shares of a limited liability company, it's considered as regular assets, but shutvis, now they're just they're merely partners. They're partners in these in this asset. It's a regular partnership, and if you'll ask, so why does it have limited liability? Because it's a partnership with specific stipulations. It's like one of the rules is that a partner can't pull out without the without the consent of the other partners. It's just a a a shibut. It's a right. That each one has, that each partner has against the the his friends his friends portion. Um, and this that we follow the majority opinion of how to deal with it. It's like all stipulations in a partnership. It's just it goes with the regular rules, the regular parameters of ownership. It's just that it has these in, these inherent conditions that we well, they're just predetermined conditions. All dinim and yisurim of the Torah apply to it like any regular shutvus. Turning the page, that is the end of the opinion of the Rav Yitzchak and he again is very stark that you cannot create a new kind of entity, and in LLC is just a regular partnership with specific conditions. According to him, you're not going to avoid any kind of ribbit shayla when you're borrowing from an LLC or you're lending to an LLC. Because again, he's saying it's just a regular partnership. It's no different than borrowing from Jewish partners or lending to Jewish partners, which obviously is usher to do with interest. On page 90, though, we bring an opposing view. This is the Sefer Yad Shol. It's again, it's an early Akron, who he, he clearly says that we, do, that we do see, we have no choice, rather, he says, but we're going to see that an LLC is a new kind of ownership. So here on page 90, he says, I'm going to discuss the second problem that we dealt with in the beginning of the Shiloh. What exactly is the nature of this kind of corporation? Perhaps we'll come, we'll come to it, we'll be able to conclude that things are actually mutter. The, the Maria Levi was the first one to suggest this. He is correct. This kind of partnership of an LLC is not similar to any other regular partnership. The obvious differences between an LLC and a regular partnership, those are obvious. You don't have to even describe them. They're clear to anyone. It's clear to anyone. The ownership of the shareholders is not just limited. It's not just in the limited ways that Marie had pointed out, that he's limited in his ability to deal with it. You know, he had, like we said before, he has to get the consent of the other partners to deal with it. We follow the majority and things like that. But it's not just that his ownership is limited. If someone has a claim against the partnership, against this corporation, and the corporation has nothing to pay, 
as in the tevera shulset vayes b'almoni yisodinu. And he, the the other person, this the, the the outside party who was making a claim against the partnership, has no right to go after the principals, to go after the shareholders. The most he's allowed to take is the assets of the corporation itself. So therefore, the shareholders they'll lose their chelik because now there are no assets to the company. But there's no way, at least for sure in those days, there was no way for the claimant to go after the personal assets of the shareholders. All these things will make sense if we're, we'll say it out this way. That the ownership of the shareholders is not individualis. It's not individual. It's meaning it's not his money. We don't see this as each person being his money, like we find in other areas of Shas that this is your money. It's like an like an Ariv. If someone takes a loan and he can't pay it himself, so we go after his assets. They're like an Ariv on everything he does. So we say it's his money. Over here is different. To his whole ownership, as far as the corporation is limited to the portion of his shares. It's as if he got this portion from someone else, meaning as if there's like a middleman between him and the company. He himself is only limited to the portion that he owns and everything else, someone else is responsible for. But this other, it's not really a someone. It's the Gezamite, it's the, the, the corporation as a whole. He sees the corporation as a corporate entity. It's its own thing. In the modern terminology, it's called Ishius Mishpatis. It's a, it's the, the, the corporate entity, it's its own thing. Because this type of putting it all together is in the modern laws, it's, it's just a corporate entity, it's just a new thing. We could discuss the question whether in a Chazal were aware of such a concept. I mean, did they, was such a concept functioning in the times of Chazal? He brings it back to from this uh, Rabbi Amiel, Shemachalik bin Tzibur B'Shutvis, he brings such a concept that there's a difference between money that belongs to a Tzibur as opposed to money that belongs to Shutvim. He brings the Rajba also, Hubu Beis Yosef. Tavani says, I can't look at those specifics for him. But he says, it would seem that we do find precedent, at least in the concept of Mois Tzibur, of communal money. So going to page 91, he says, at the end of the day, whether or not we find this concept in Shas, we just have to make such chilek, we have to see this distinction. Are we going to say, if someone has banknotes from the, from the bank of the Malchus, meaning he has banknotes of the, of the country, and the, the bank is constantly doing deals and, and make turning profits like the chametz with chametz, which uh, which which would be aser bano. Fat mendinas chakla uyos atu mishum hachi nasar alav ruach. You're going to tell me haravach. You're going to tell me now you cannot benefit from the banknotes that he holds because now he's a partner in the in the country. 
He says just by being a, a just by being a naturalized citizen, so you have a part in the communal money. The, the paper money, the paper money that you hold, the, the notes are legal tender. They're just a, a, a contract, really. They're just showing that you have that chilek in the, in, the, in the country. What is a Jew going to do if the country is doing business with Tvu on Pesach? So he says, you have no choice. We have to recognize that there is another kind of ownership called corporate ownership. It's owned by an entity. It's not owned by individuals. And therefore, he wants to say, there should not be a problem of ribis when dealing with an LLC. It's not considered owned by any one person. It's a new entity called the corporate entity, the corporation. And therefore, he says it should be permitted to lend and borrow with interest from such a corporation if it's recognized in that place.